Welcome to After Dark with Robin Andrew on the America Outlaw platform. You can read more about us and learn more about our stories and our podcast on AmericaOutloud.news. I would encourage you all to go there to look at all of our stories because you will not be bored with the stories that we have put up there. Tonight, my special guest host is B.B. Diamond, host of the show, Our Urban Stories, on Facebook. That is another very powerful program that I would encourage you all to go and watch on Saturdays. B.B. is on tonight because she is going to share with us her experience when she visited the National Mall last week during the Support for Israel rally. I know many of you have seen the rallies in our large liberal cities supporting Hamas, young people supporting Hamas, a terrorist group. I did not stutter. I said a terrorist group, a terrorist organization funded by Iran. It is unfortunate that this administration has been rather tippet in critiquing or criticizing Hamas. It took them quite some time to come out and speak out against Hamas on October 7th when they launched their brutal attack in Israel, killing thousands of Israelis, thousands of Jewish individuals. It also took them some time, and I'm yet to say they just fully came out to say that Iran is behind this. Instead, what they have done is that they have reached out or have called for Israel to stop bombing Hamas. They're asking for a ceasefire. And what I find interesting about this is that no one has said Hamas needs to release the hostages or Hamas should stop their attacks or should lay down their weapons. It's all about Israel, what Israel should do. And I'm sure some of you have seen the backwards and forth of Candace Owens and Ben Shapiro. Now, I don't always agree with everything that Candace Owens says. She does say some good things. I know that a lot of people feel that she should run for the president. I don't know why. She's a good speaker, but she's just staying her lane. But recently, she has come out to say that Israel is committing genocide by bombing Hamas. Let's just be clear here, people. Let's be extremely clear. Israel is not practicing genocide. Israel is not trying to extinguish the Palestinians. Israel's mission is to eradicate the Middle East of Hamas. Again, the mission, eradicate the Middle East of Hamas, a terrorist group that has grown and has been growing since Barack Obama was in office and he decided to look the other way. Hamas, that group. And let's also be clear that Israel has not been in the Gaza Strip since 2005 when they turned it over to the Palestinians, who allowed Hamas to circumvent or hijack their government in 2006. Hamas swore that we're going to work with these Israelis. We knew that wasn't going to happen. We knew that was not supposed to be. Was it was it going to be? Fast forward 2023, we now see what Hamas is doing. So how is it that with all of what we're seeing, we have Americans in the streets who claim that they're protesting, but they're actually rioting in support of Hamas. We've had two incidents whereby this group has gone to the Capitol, climbed the fence of the Capitol, damaged the Capitol, caused harm to police. No one has said anything. Only one person was arrested. Here in New York City, the exact same thing. They have gone in and have stopped the transportation at Grand Central Station and Penn Station. No one has said anything. It's almost as if though they're celebrating it. Even in California, 
the Golden Gate Bridge. They've stopped traffic. Now, in my opinion, you're acting in a terroristic type fashion. You would think the FBI would try to infiltrate this group to see what's going on. And something else to think about. Who's funding them? Who's putting up the seed money? It just didn't happen organically. Someone had to have funded them. And then we see now on TikTok, we have uninformed youth that are coming out in support of bin Laden. Who's funding that? Well, I'll tell you who's funding it. It's George Soros. But will the FBI investigate George Soros? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because it's almost as if though they're okay with it. We're at a time that it's okay to do these things. And you know what else? The same thing happened in Nazi Germany. They said it was okay. They looked the other way. And millions of thousands of Jews were killed, slaughtered. But that's okay. It's the right. They're the ones who are racist and they're anti-Semitic. But we now see that it's actually the Democrats. And we have a complicit media that is controlled by the Democrat Party, the government, allowing this. I have long since said, that we need to abolish, shut down the media. To be clear, I am not talking about the free press. I am, however, speaking about the media that is controlled by this corrupt government under the Democrat control. B.B. Diamond, how are you tonight? Thank you for joining us. I am doing very well. Excellent opening. Um, and thank you for having me. I mean, you touched on some really critical and key points. Um, you know, what I've noticed is these pro Hamas protesters, and let's be real and let's be honest, because if they were pro Palestinian, they would know at this point or should know that Hamas is actually hurting the Palestinian Arabs, particularly on the Gaza Strip. Um, but what they have done is try to take language from the civil rights movement of for blacks, and they use certain buzzwords to justify what Hamas did. Um, Israel's a colonizer. Israel's the oppressor, an interloper, and and they love to use the word that Israel is an apartheid state, which is false. And as we've discussed previously, Israel has Arabs in its Knesset, in its legislative body. Name me an Arab or Muslim country that has Jewish men and women serving in their legislative body. This is a farce. We have been given a false narrative by the left uh, who are godless and the Arabs and Muslims, a totally false uh, narrative. And you're absolutely right. The behavior of those in San Francisco, in Grand Central Station, in Times Square, in Sydney, Australia, these pro-Hamas rallies, they are acting as they're behaving in a terroristic, threatening manner. And the FBI and the United States need to key in on this, stop going after Trump supporters, stop going after pro-life activists, and focus on the real threats. And the real domestic threats are those people in our country who support Hamas. And this thing on TikTok where you have young people don't know the history, don't understand, fully understand 9-11, praising Osama bin Laden. I fault the schools and I fault the parents and our churches. Um, let me just say this in, in closing. Uh, they don't hate us. The Arab slash Muslims 
and uh, the left don't hate us because we're a capitalistic nation. They'll say that, what Osama bin Laden put in his letter. What they really hate us for is that we were founded on Judeo-Christian values and we're Israel's chief protector outside of the Isra state of Israel itself. That's why they hate us, because the Arabs and Muslims and the leftists have rejected the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Thank you. Bibi, I have said for quite some time that when you look at the Muslim religion, you look at the Arab world, what great educators or universities have they created? Are there people running to go to be educated by this nation? Not at all. And with all the money that they have, you would think that they would have a great educational system. But see, earlier on, during the Renaissance period, during the period when they had, they were, uh, what was it? Gosh, it escapes my mind right now. The conquistadors, when they were coming in, then they were spreading religion and doing all these other things. The Arab countries weren't doing it. They weren't creating great nations. The only thing that they were doing was destroying and conquering. Look at when they went inside of Israel. And some people say, well, they were there for the longest of times. Well, how is that when they built the Rock of the Dome on top of the Wailing Wall as the foundation? So who was actually there first? But back to what I was saying. What greatness have they brought to the world? Nothing at all. Only destruction with all the money that they have. But yet and still, they have so carefully created a narrative that it's Israel. They're doing this to us. It's their fault. And we have to stand up. And what we're doing is so right. And that is a reason why you have uninformed youths that are buying into this. And as you said, Bibi, I fought the educational system. And what's equally interesting about the educational system as at all this time, many here in the United States were crying, racism, racism, racism. White people are racist and colonizers, like you say, these key words that would trigger black people. Listen to me, black people. These radical groups don't care anything about you. Right now, they're enslaving Africans. They look at you and think that you're monkeys. They look down on you. Yes, they're laughing your face, and they'll use these little buzzwords for you to jump on board with them. But they don't see you as being an equal. They don't like you, many of these radicals. But yet and still, we will run out and we will protest with them and we will say, oh, this is not fair. But when you really understand the history and understand what's being done and how you're being used, they're taking your issue and tying it to theirs so that you will go out front and that you will give it a voice and then others will say, oh, this has to be right because look who's supporting them. Look who's marching in line. You're being deceived once again, the same way you were deceived with Black Lives Matter. And if we don't wake up, at some point we have to wake up and realize when we are being used. The Democrat Party has used us. And now we have this group that's using us, thanks to George Soros. It's time to wake up and realize that we're being used. And we need to carve out another path. And stop trying to allow others to take on our issues, to use it for theirs, just to make inroads. Baby, the rally that you attended last week, talk to us about it. You know, it was a great rally. Um, for some reason, I, they blocked off part of the streets, so I didn't go into the heart of it. But I saw a lot of Jewish people getting off the buses and 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 uh, going into the rally. And I held out my sign, I stand with Israel 
That to me was important because it made the Jewish people feel as feel and know that there are Christians on that on their side. Um, I actually went after I cut my foot or cut my leg and I was not going to go, but I really felt the need to go. And as I was driving down to D.C., I ran into uh, a number of Jewish people and I had a shirt on that also said, I stand with Israel. And they were just flabbergasted. They were so happy. And um, I was I just I'm just grateful to God that I could be a blessing um, to the Jewish people. And I just want to say that the reason the United States has been tremendously blessed, I, I believe, I believe, is because we have been a blessing and a protector of Israel. And God made a promise to bring them back to that land. And he's using the United States of America as part of his promise to the fathers. So although I rode by myself, I thought it was an honor. And I'm glad Jewish people saw me. They were coming from Brooklyn. I saw all the, so many buses. I knew there would be thousands as we were going down of uh, South 95, I-95 South. I was so happy that the turnout was huge. And I was blessed to be a part of it. Thank you. I'm glad that you're able to be a part of it also, because we have been seeing all of these rallies in support of Hamas. And I just, I can't wrap my arms around Bibi for the life of me. As I mentioned, the group that they're supporting, they don't like black people. Let me say it again. They do not like black people. Not that they like white people, but they don't like, they see us all as being infidels. So to stand shoulder to shoulder with them, thinking that you're helping them out, you're being deceived. What are your thoughts on that, BB? No, you're absolutely right. Um, they do not like Black people. Um, the history of it goes very deep because Muhammad owned Black slaves, the most famous of whom was Bilal. They do not, they want to use our cause, our genuine, legitimate civil rights causes in the United States to try to transplant that on what's happening in Gaza. And it doesn't fit. Dr. King, whom you uh, correctly pointed out, supported the state of Israel, would never have supported a violent, uh, the violent acts of Hamas. And I didn't know until recently that Hamas actually put babies, hear me out, in ovens to try to replicate the Holocaust. Now, Representative Chip Roy said that on the floor of the United States House of Representatives, and I've heard it since. This is how wicked Hamas is. They are wicked. And when you protest on behalf of Hamas, you are hurting Palestinian Arabs. The leaders of Hamas live in Qatar, and they have a, a net worth between about 11 billion with a B. And yet the average Gazan is struggling, relying on donations through United Nations. And when we send donations, those donations, the fuel, the water, that's stolen by Hamas for their use. You are hurting. It's like it's like anyone who, who's marching for the KKK. You are hurting Black people. Marching for Hamas, you are hurting Palestinian Arabs. Yasser Arafat was a billionaire, and yet the Palestinian Arabs struggled. But they want to—they want to demonize Israel. Let's put everything on Israel, exploiting their own people, like Al Sharpton and people like him, exploiting black people, pushing. Oh, it's a white man, it's a devil. This is not of God. Period. 
Any narrative that says the Jews just showed up in 1948, that they're interlopers and that they've stolen that land is not of God. They are the indigenous people. God created the earth. He took that land from the Canaanites and he gave it to his chosen. That's it. Now, if you reject God, if you reject the Bible, then you're going to come up with this false narrative. It was never a country called Palestine. If it were, and I've, we've said this before, name me one of its kings, its coinage, or its ID, passport. That doesn't exist. The Romans made up that name to dishonor Israel. Thank you. Wow, that was a lot. That was a lot, and it broke it down. Now, we're up on a commercial break, but when we come back, something that B.B. Diamond mentioned that I had spoken about previously is the great Dr. Martin Luther King and what his position was on Israel. Because we hear right now, or we're seeing or hearing that people are saying that he would be in support of Hamas. Let me just tell you that. That's a blatant lie. We'll be back after this commercial break. You're listening to After Dark with Robin Andrew and my special guest host, B.B. Diamond of Our Urban Story. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be with a company that shares your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. The pandemic may be over for some but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body, and now they found the solution, the miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. The Natural Colon Cleanse. It's the ultimate digestive tune-up with Oxy Powder. It's crafted to alleviate the discomfort of gas, bloating, and occasional constipation. There's a reason why Oxy Powder is our number one seller. It worked. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. And we're back after Dr. Robin Andrew and my special guest host, B.B. Diamond. When we went to break, I'd mentioned to you that I want to talk about Dr. King's position and where he would stand today on this Hamas-Israel conflict. I know that many of you have heard that his daughter, his youngest daughter, the Reverend Bernice King, had said that 
her dad would be in support of Hamas. Now, this is what I don't like about these types of uh, stories. She came out and she says it. And of course, the media, which is controlled by the Democrat, who are in control of the government, unfortunately, right now, ran with it. And they put it all out there. Well, this is what Dr. Bernice King said, and we've got to listen to her because what she said is golden, and we can't question what she said. However, you don't have to question what she said. All you have to do is look up the transcript, look at her, what her father said, look at the videos. And thankfully, some people were able to find it, a YouTube clip. And you know what? What he said was just the opposite of what the daughter is now saying. And this isn't the first time she has come out and has come out on the wrong side of things. Would Black Lives Matter? She claimed that her dad would be 100% behind it. No, he would not, because he pushed content of character, something that we don't hear about anymore. What we hear about now is diversity and equity. Diversity and equity as opposed to content of character. But going back to what his position was on Israel, I'm going to paraphrase what he had said in the video. You guys can go and look it up for yourself. But in essence, what he was saying is that if Israel was being attacked and they went to Israel and said, we can help you, and if Israel were to say, no, we got this, we can do this ourselves, we can handle these attacks, we can put them in their place, even if Israel were to say that, because Israel is a friend of ours and is our brother, we would still stand up against anti-Semitism. We would stand up against it. And that's what we see is happening right now with this Biden administration, which is controlled by Barack Obama. And we also got to remember, as I said before, Barack Obama didn't care for Benjamin Netanyahu. And a lot of people don't. I get it. But to say that Israel itself, that they're the guilty party, that they're trying to destroy the Palestinians, it is a bold-faced lie. Barack Obama should have never been let near the Oval Office, but he was. Why? Well, because of diversity and equity. A lot of people felt sorry. Oh, let's let him be the president. And look at what he has done. The damage that has been inflicted by this man in America, it will take years to repair. And now that same damage is being inflicted upon Israel. The lack of education, the lack of knowledge, people will perish. And we see that happening today. You look at our universities, look at the college campuses, how they're coming out in support of Hamas. University presidents coming out in support of Hamas. And I was listening to Alan Dershowitz the other night, who's not a Republican, but he said that every graduate from these universities should close up their pocketbooks and give them no more money. I myself, I don't give to my university anymore either because I don't like the direction that they're going. How can you, as a university, support the killings of Israel, of Jews, and say that it's okay? And as you mentioned, BB, the burning up of babies. And there are a lot of people who will deny it and say, oh, it didn't happen, it didn't happen. You can show them the video, they'll say, oh, they manipulated it. That's what Hamas wants. We have seen the tunnels up under the hospitals that they have built, but people will deny it. This is what happened in Nazi Germany. Bibi, I'm so afraid that we're going, we're reverting back to what happened in Nazi Germany because the media, the propaganda arm of the Democrat Party isn't telling the truth. They're not being truthful. I thought it was a beautiful sight when we had Matt Johnson, Mike Johnson, Chuck Schumer, and the minority leader, uh, what, what is his name? 
at the rally. Hakeem Jeffries. Hakeem Jeffries. Now, I don't agree with everything that Hakeem Jeffries says. His dad, his uncle is anti, anti-Semite. But to see yeah. them on the stage together saying that we support Israel, I thought that was powerful. What do you say, Bibi? No, I totally agree with you. I thought it was very, very powerful. And um, uh, Pastor John Hagee was out there as well. And it's just very important for us to understand a red line has been crossed. If you support Hamas, um, there's a sense of evil within you operating within you. Uh, You're on the side of evil. This is a battle of good versus evil. Now, I'm not saying everything that Israel does is right. I'm not saying I support the government. What I'm saying is on October 7th, Hamas committed such acts of barbarity that it's really blowing the minds and has not been seen, I don't think, since the 17th or 18th century. If then putting babies into ovens, chopping off their heads. And this was, Israel had to document this because they knew the world would not believe them. Again, you don't have to like the government of Israel, but this is bigger than the government of Israel. This is part of God's plan. And in every generation, it seems, there will rise a group or a person determined to destroy the Jews. Go back to Exodus 1, when the Pharaoh told the Hebrew midwives, if it's a boy, kill him. If it's a girl, let her live. Haman, in the book of Esther, wanted to kill all of the Jews. And when Jesus was coming along, Herod, Antipas, wanted to kill all boys, I believe, two and under, because he heard about the one that was coming. We we know what happened during World War II. There's an almost every generation an attempt to annihilate the Jews, and yet they're still here. I want to touch uh, very quickly on Candace Owens. I support Candace Owens on a lot, and she did an excellent job exposing uh, the fraudulent organization known as Black Lives Matter. But on this, Candace and I do not agree. Candace is mistaken. And then she used a biblical quote against Ben Shapiro talking about, uh, man, you can't serve mammon and God. What did that have to do with the slaughter of the innocents in Israel? And then when Ben Shapiro replied, she said, Christ is king. And she's not known for quoting the Bible. Why did she do that? Because Ben Shapiro was a Jew? That did not make Candace Owens look good. And I'm a black female conservative. But I mean, I, I just, I feel very passionate about this. This is a battle, a battle that's been going on for centuries between good and evil and good shall prevail. Thank you. Good shall prevail. And you're right. A lot of people, as I said in the first block, get it confused completely as to what's happening here. And as you said, Candace has done a lot. She explodes Black Lives Matter. But on this issue, she's wrong as are so many other people. We don't want to get it twisted. You have to see it for what it is. Israel is not trying to destroy or eradicate or annihilate the Palestinian people. It is Hamas that they're trying to get rid of. Hamas on October 7th went in and slaughtered thousands of Jews, babies, children, grandmas, families, and some of them are still being held hostage. And now we're learning that the United States apparently brokered some deals, so they say, with Hamas and Israel for a five-day ceasefire. I, for one, BB, don't support it at all because it only gives Hamas an opportunity to regain its footing. They should release the hostages unequivocally without any other, well, you do this and we'll do that. No, release them. Release them. But see, they have the hostages 
so that they can finagle around with, well, if you do this, we'll do that. You cannot negotiate with the devil. Yes, I said it. You cannot negotiate with the devil. You have to go in and eradicate and destroy. And now that they see that, they're losing this, that Israel is gone in and just like completely obliterated, as they say, make it look like a parking lot. A lot of people don't like that because I do believe secretly, Bibi, that some were hoping or thinking that Hamas would be able to get one up on Israel. Since they were able to go in and surprise them on October 7th, a lot of people were thinking, well, Hamas might be able to, but now that they see that it's not going to happen, that the Israelis are committed to eradicating the region of Hamas, the same way Trump was committed of getting rid of ISIS. And he succeeded. Where Barack Obama failed, Trump succeeded. Biden is failing. I do believe that secretly, they were saying that we're going to negotiate this trade deal so that Israel would stop and then Hamas could regain its footing. We cannot be deceived with what's happening here. We cannot turn our backs on it because this will come back and haunt us. And if Biden weren't in office, Bibi, I dare say we would not be where we are today with Israel or with Ukraine. But it is the no, failed you're... policies of this administration. What do you say, Bibi? You are absolutely correct. Um, we would not. The Hamas would have not done this on October 7th, and Putin would not have invaded Ukraine. But I want to say this. The Ukraine situation is different from the Israel situation. Because with Israel, that's a precursor of what they want to do in the United States. That's a direct linkage uh, of, in terms of threats to the United States. So the Israel war with Hamas is extremely important. And, and may I touch on this very quickly? When we talk about whether 10,000 dead in Gaza, Hamas is directly responsible for those 10,000 or 11,000 dead. Israel is not deliberately targeting civilians. Civilians are part of, the, in any war, there will be civilian casualties. Hamas is doing great damage to the Palestinian Arabs. And I pray, I pray that more people will wake up to this because they're entrapping the Palestinian Arabs. They're using hospitals. Um, like Israel just released footage showing the Hamas terrorists taking some of the hostages into the Al-Shifa hospital. Is uh, uh, Hamas has violated, has committed war crimes. It's not Israel committing war crimes, bombing or uh, surgical, doing surgical strikes on these hospitals, trying to save the lives of the Palestinian Arabs, not just dropping bombs like Hamas has done to Israel. They don't care about human life, but Israel does. That's a significant difference. And if there are, and there are Gazan casualties and we pray for peace, but it's not on the IDF. It is strictly due to the evil members of Hamas. So baby, what do you think about these uh, Democrat, Jewish Democrats like Jamie Raskin and Sarah Jacobs that are growing, that are joining the calls for Israel to cease fire? Well, they're appealing to their far left constituents. Um, I, I I pray that the dem that the Jewish people will wake up and and break free uh, from the psychological the uh, evil of the Democratic Party because the ceasefire doesn't make sense. We have the power between us, Israel, the UK. We have the power to say Hamas released the hostages, and then we'll consider a ceasefire. We're giving them, and yes, we want to save every single hostage, but we're act like we're in a position of weakness and we are not. We are not. 
uh, where is the UN speaking out and demanding that Hamas release the hostages? And there should be a demand from the Democrats to the Red Cross, to the United Nations for the hostages to be released. They have hostages as young as nine months old, up to 80-year-old women. These people are not human. They're animal beasts. They're, they're just, they're horrible. I, I don't, the Democratic Party keeps feeding into the leftist godless movement. And that's why we, the average American, must keep them from the reign of power in order to save civilization and save our country. I got to say, BB, I don't see the UN as being useful at all. And I know that Trump has spoken about this because every time the United States stands up, everything that we say, they are completely against. What service are they are are they to us? I don't see them trying to strike peace in the world. The only thing I see that they want is our money. They want the money from the United States. And that's it. They allow other countries to come in and attack us, but yet still they have their hands held out. I don't see why we need them. I don't see the necessity. Maybe no, at a you're point in time. Right. Maybe at a point in time, BB, they were needed, but now, right? I mean, what do you? What what purpose do you think they have, BB? There is no purpose for the United Nations. Let's be clear; they are an offshoot of the League of Nations. They want to be in the United States because uh, we were blessed with security, prosperity. Um, they love shopping on Madison Avenue or Fifth Avenue, going to Bloomingdale's. They like that. They don't have that in, in the Gaza Strip. They don't have that in certain areas of Africa. So they want to keep coming to the United States, but yet they want to demonize us. They want to demonize Israel. And both countries are closely linked because, as you know, we were founded on Judeo-Christian values. Now, Israel has a secular government, but they are they they identify obviously as as with the Bible. So this is why these two countries, our beloved United States and Israel, are demonized in the United States. But let's take a look at this. We have a democracy, we're free, we're prosperous by the grace of God. We have a certain amount of security. So those from uh, tyrannical governments, poor governments, they want to still come to the United States for the luxury of it. Iranian's ambassador still wants to come here and spit on us, but he still wants to come to the United States, ignoring that or, or disrespecting how we were founded and that we were blessed by God. But they still want to stay here. My hope is when President Trump is reelected, that he gives the United Nations a five to 10 year notice to vacate the east side of Manhattan. Thank you. I agree. They need to vacate. They need to get out because there is no purpose. They're taking up much useful space. Get rid of them. Because every time we come up with a plan, they are completely against it. They're on board with this. Israel needs to have practice a ceasefire. Why hasn't anyone condemned Hamas? This is what I don't get. And we're going to discuss this further on the other side of the break. Why haven't, why haven't they come out strongly? to condemn Hamas and their evil deeds. You're listening to After Dark with Robin Andrew on the America Out Loud platform. And my special guest host tonight is B.B. Diamond. Changing the world one person at a time. 
here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. The natural colon cleanse. It's the ultimate digestive tune-up with oxy powder. It's crafted to alleviate the discomfort of gas, bloating, and occasional constipation. There's a reason why oxy powder is our number one seller. It works. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. The last half of After Dark with Robin Andrew and my special guest host, Phoebe Diamond, of our Urban Story. When we went to break, we were talking about, once again, about Hamas and the United Nations and us not seeing a need for the United Nations and modern times. At one point in time, maybe they were needed, but as BB said, it was a branch of the League of Nations, uh, which is long since gone. Now we have the United Nations, and I think it's just, it's a one-sided group that's designed to, I think, counter everything that America does. And something that you mentioned that is really true is that they come here like shopping on Fifth Avenue, Madison Avenue, and then they also like coming here committing crimes knowing that they won't be held accountable. Are you guys aware of that, that they could come here and commit a crime and they won't be held, necessarily held accountable because they have immunity, which needs to stop? And that's the reason why I think that they have not come out and denounced Hamas. And what European country has come out? You even have France saying that the Israels should have a ceasefire. And now that I'm thinking about it, even the Pope, I'm sorry, guys, I, I'm sorry, I'm going to say something that people might think that is controversial, but there is a special place in hell for this Pope. Yes, there is. Anyone who is do behaving the way he is, lately he's coming up with this whole thing that transgenders can be blessed and could give communion, all it's. There is a special place in hell for him. A very special place. He's come out against Israel. 
there is a special place for him and so many others in this in religion who have not spoken out, who have not spoken up against what's happening. You would think that in many of the churches, you would have people in the pulpits coming out and saying, this is wrong, Hamas should stop. Especially when we're coming up on the holidays, coming up on Christmas, the birth of our Lord and Savior. Nothing. Quiet. Crickets can be heard. There's a special place in hell for them. Very special place. B.B. Diamond, what are your thoughts? Well, this Pope has been a disappointment, I think, even to Catholics. He is willing to turn the word of God upside down to fit his socialist agenda. I don't think he'll be well remembered in history. And there is a special place in hell for him because he's perverted the word of God. Now, with regard to Israel and Christian support, Listen, this is not about necessarily certain people in Israel, Netanyahu, the government. It is about God's promise to the fathers, right? Yes, the Jewish people went into diaspora because of their disobedience, but God throughout his scripture, and one of the key scriptures is Ezekiel 37, in which he promises to bring them back together again. And we saw that in May 1948. May 14th, to be specific, when the state of Israel uh, was approved in the United Nations, and we were the first nation, I'm proud to say, to acknowledge that. How a student of the Bible could be against that is beyond me. And and Israel is like a filtering uh, device, if you will, because you can tell where people stand. You can tell their knowledge of the Bible by how they feel about Israel. If you think Israel is an interloper, it has no right to exist, that tells me you are not a Christian or a Jew. You may be a Muslim, but the Quran also talks about that that land belongs to the Jews. But to say that Israel has no right to exist, that tells me you are not a believer in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Israel is a dividing line for many people. It reveals their inner souls and their inner, in their inner spirit. And God does use, I believe, Israel as a filtering device. It shows who's who and what's what. And since October 7th, a lot of that has been exposed. And I think in the end, that's a good thing. And I agree with Professor Dershowitz. Uh, alumna should not be giving any donations to Harvard, Stanford, any college, Cooper Union, Cornell, any of them that allowed anti-Semitism to run rampant on their campuses where Jewish students had to hide their uh, identity or their belief or they were run into bathrooms or they, they were afraid for their lives. That is completely unacceptable, un-American and uncivilized. So, Bibi, that being said, why do you think the Democrats are finding it so difficult to denounce Rashida Tlaib, and Ilhan Omar. And at one point, there were some Republicans who were standing on the sidelines not wanting to censure her. I mean, they finally got up the nerve to say, okay, let's do it. But when you see these types of radicals that are on the Hill, and I've spoken about this many times, I question 
their loyalties to America. I question their commitment to Congress. To me, it seems as if though they are there to further destroy the country and they have an inside seat to do it. And it's unfortunate that Democrats won't just come out collectively and call them out. I mean, they're all of four people, Ilhan Omar uh, with what's her name, uh, AOC and her cabal. But they have managed to put fear in the hearts of their colleagues that they will not come out and denounce them. Biden won't come out and denounce them. Why do you think that is, Bibi? Well, that's a great question. Excellent question. I think that is because one of the things that the leftists and liberals don't have oftentimes is moral clarity, right? When you believe in God, when you have a biblical worldview, it provides clarity. And those who compromise the word of God, who are not comfortable, don't like the fact that we were founded on Judeo-Christian foundation. They they don't like it. So it's hard for them to just declare something evil and something good. So they've been compromised. They've accepted transgender. Yes, Billy become can become Barbara. They've accepted lies, right? And so that is part of who they are. They've allowed the deceiver to take over the leadership of the Democratic Party. So it's hard for them to take a stand for the truth. They're too compromising. And there are too many Republicans like this. The truth is the truth. Rashida Tlaib is evil. Short, plain, simple. She's evil. Anyone who does not speak out against the atrocities committed by Hamas is evil and you have the power and the platform to do it. Uh, So the Democratic Party has been compromised. Let me just say this in closing. During 2020, when BLM was riding Antifa, I think it was Gerald Nadler was asked about that. Oh, I don't know about Antifa. Oh, BLM. They denied that it was happening and it was happening right. We could see it on our television screens. Part of that came from Obama, who wanted us to believe him instead of our lying eyes, what was happening before our eyes. The Democratic Party at its root, and it's always been a corrupt party, just does not face the truth. There's no moral clarity. That's why Americans, more Americans, including Black Americans, are leaning toward Trump. We need moral clarity in order to survive as a nation. Thank you. Amen. We need more clarity. And we don't have that now. We have anything but that. And the people at the front, who are supposed to be the leaders, they're worse than the people that are following them. And that is the reason why we see all these little groups that are propping up all over in support of a terrorist group. Never in a million years would I have ever thought that America would be supporting terrorists. And as we said during the first block, you have TikTok, where you have these young people that are coming out supporting what Bin Laden had said. And, oh, I can't believe this. Stop what you're doing and listen to this. Again, when you look at the source and you consider how this just happened all at once, look no further, I would say, than George Soros, who got all these people together, put the money for it, or his son, and allowed this to happen. And now we see how bad our educational system is. I mean, these young people, 
behaving as though they've lived a life a, a lifetime of understanding world conflict. One letter. That's scary. And these are the future leaders of America. They will be running our political scene with all this misinformation. And again, you look no further than our media. Kingpins of disinformation controlled by the Biden administration. Now, I want to pivot slightly because I want to talk about what's happening here locally in New York City with Eric Adams, a person who might felt should have never been elected mayor. Never. I almost uh, would say that, I, I, before I go into that, maybe something else we should think about. Remember years ago when David Dinkins was the mayor and we had the controversial with the Crown, rights, uh, Crown Heights riots, the Jewish community? And you see how he failed with that? He was a mayor for one year, one not one year, but one term. And then they kicked him out, and rightfully so. And then we got Giuliani, who came in and cleaned up the city. And after Giuliani, we had Bloomberg. And after Bloomberg, we had, oh my God, a complete disaster. De Blasio. Fast forward to Eric Adams. Another diversity hire, in my opinion. Everyone thinking, oh, we need a black mayor. But as I've said before, when you look around you, and this is really unfortunate, and I don't take pride in saying this, when you look around you and you look at all the cities that have black mayors who happen to be Democrats, the cities are failing. They're definitely failing the Jewish community because they're allowing all these riots to take place, these protests in support of Hamas. All of these mayors, elected officials, that we said, if we just got a black mayor, look at what will happen. And now we're finding out that Sheila Jackson Lee wants to be the mayor of Houston. Do you think she's going to improve it? Absolutely not. She'll just have the naming rights that I was a mayor. Meanwhile, the cities are going down the tube. And I also find it interesting how when Trump was in office, he called out shithole countries and people, oh, don't say that. They smirk and say, oh, no, that's horrible. Well, isn't it not also interesting that now these same people are turning our beautiful cities into shitholes? Fast forward to what I was, as I was about to say, Eric Adams. Eric Adams was elected. And he talked about being a city that allowed a sanctuary city, allowing illegal aliens. They want to say illegal immigrants, but they're not. They're illegal aliens, okay, stated in the Constitution, not illegal immigrants. Let's stop this, okay? Let's just be truthful. I know that it hurts. Words hurt, but we got to call it the way it is. But he bragged about it. He allowed them all to come in. And said, oh, we got the money. We're going to take care of them. We're going to do this. We're going to sing Kumbaya. You have the governor say, oh, yeah, let's do it. And people, oh, this is great. We love this. Meanwhile, the city was falling apart little by little. Fast forward. Eric Adam now realizes that we can't take care of all these people. We can't do this. What is the White House doing? Biden needs to help us out. We're bursting at the seams. Oh, my God, this is horrible. And he's been saying this constantly. After initially saying, we can do it. I live in New York City. And I'm telling you, it's not the same New York City that it was 10 years ago. Because the Democrats have taken control and they have destroyed it. The city is going back to the years of the 70s and the 60s. And that's really unfortunate. We will go bankrupt before long. But before we do, because Eric Adams is speaking out, the Biden administration does not like this. So what are they doing? They're releasing the FBI on Eric Adams. And if I were Eric Adams, BB, I would just come out and say, 
They are doing this to me because I am speaking out. They have weaponized the FBI to come after me because I am speaking out. Yes, I made a mistake when I said that we're going to be a sanctuary city, but now I see that we can't do it. We can't handle it. So as a result that I'm speaking out, they're now coming against, coming out for me, and they are attacking me, be it true or not, some of the things he has done, but now they're going to expose him. Had he kept his mouth shut, it wouldn't have happened. But because he's speaking out, well, when you speak out against Democrats, especially against the elected officials, they come after you. Look at Bob Menendez. Now, I'm not saying what Bob Menendez did, what he did was right, but they're saying that he acted as a foreign uh, actor and he didn't complete a Pfizer deal, didn't tell him he was acting as a foreign agent. Well, uh, who else did that? Hunter Biden. But they're being lenient on him. And they're going to go after Bob Menendez. And remember, Barack Obama went up to Bob Menendez because Bob Menendez wouldn't jump on board with his plan to fund Iran. Fast forward, looking back at Eric Adams. Now they're coming after him because he's speaking out against this administration and what they're doing with illegal aliens. Well, Eric Adams, did you not know this was going to happen? Did you not know that this would happen once you opened up your mouth and started speaking out, speaking the truth? Now they're coming after him. Now, some think that his days are numbered. I don't know. What do you say, B.B. Diamond? I think that um, they're coming after him because he is speaking now very clearly and making it known that the illegal immigrants are going to destroy New York City. And I believe he and other Democrats are now saying they no longer want their cities to be sanctuary city. It's too costly. It's not organized. We don't have the money. And we're taking from Americans to help house and feed these illegals. And I just want to also want to say this. Uh, Eric Adams, who's not the most articulate person, gave a powerful speech in, in standing up for the Jewish community. I don't know if that played any role in this, but I do believe he's being targeted because he is not going along with the Democratic Party narrative. And I say, and I'm, I'm not a fan of Eric Adams. I believe Curtis Lee would have made a better mayor. But I say kudos to Eric Adams. And I just they're, they're now talking about his fundraising and this or that. But I do believe it's because he's not going with the Democratic Party narrative. And B.B., they knew about his fundraising before all of this. They knew what he was doing. They knew what he was up to. But now because he's speaking out and speaking up, it's like, no, he can't do this. We've got to shut him down. And we're going to show him who the boss is. We'll show him. They did the exact same thing to Andrew Cuomo. Not a fan of Andrew Cuomo. I don't like Andrew Cuomo. But when they felt that, oh, he's getting too big for his britches, he's going to try to, uh, to be the next president. Oh, we've got to take him down a peg. They got him to resign. Letitia James went after him. They had everyone thinking, oh, he's going to go to jail. The man is not in jail. The man is still writing books. But see, when you go against the Democrat apparatus, they will shut you down. They will use all of their power, even if it means the government, corrupting the government, the Department of Justice, and the FBI to shut you down. Look at what they did to Alan Dershowitz. Whenever you speak up and they don't like it, they will shut you down. And that is the reason why everything that they have done so far with Black Lives Matter and telling Black people, oh, this person don't like you, that person don't like you, I wonder if they even had any idea that this was going to bite them in the butt with what's happening now with Israel, 
with all these young people coming out saying, oh, Israel, they're bad. We don't like them. Chop them up. Chop their heads off. You hear this. You see this. I'm like, you see, all the lies that they had put out there is now coming back home. Remember Tony Blinken when he went to, I think it was Alaska, and China sat there, and China said, how dare you talk to us about human rights issues, and you have human rights issues with blacks? Now, where are these groups in protesting China, BB, and the way they're treating the Uyghurs, the way they're treating gays and lesbians? Why aren't they out in the streets protesting that? Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. Um, they are. I, I don't know why Muslims and Arabs are silent about the treatment of the Uyghurs in China. And what about the fact that Bashar Assad killed, I don't know how many Muslims in Syria. Muslims are being displaced by other Muslim countries. What's been going on in Syria and different countries, but there's silence. There is silence. But when it comes to Israel, we're going to get out in the streets because we have to demonize Israel. When it comes to a white police officer accidentally, and sometimes he's correctly shooting a black man who's out of control, resisting arrest, we have to get out there and march. But let's be silent when black people kill each other almost every day, when black babies are being exterminated in abortion clinics. The leftists and these Arabs and Muslims are hypocrites. They're not truth seekers and not truth tellers. And I'm sick of them. They want to be silent about what Muslims are doing to Muslims, displacing Muslims, not taking in the Palestinian Arabs. They won't take them in because they want to use that issue to demonize Israel. In the United States, be silent with the black-on-black crime almost on a daily basis and our black babies being exterminated. But one white police officer in a small town of Ferguson, Missouri, rightly, in my opinion, shoots Michael Brown, who was out of control. Oh, we're going to overthrow. We're going to mess this town up. We're going to riot and, and all that. They are sick and demonic people. And as for me, I've lost total respect for them. There you have it, folks. And as I said earlier on, there is a special place in hell for all of these people, a special place in hell for all of them who are coming out on the wrong side and deceiving you, making you think what they're doing is right, but is wrong. A special place in hell. You've been listening to After Dark with Robin Andrew on the America Out Loud platform. And my special guest host tonight is B.B. Diamond of our urban story. Thank you, good night, and God bless.